my one negative about prisoners is that Hugh Jackman doesn't go, ah, you know, his singing type of it's like really fluctuating. You know, like from Les Miserables, he's like, know, man just called it Les Miserables. No, because I'm English and stupid, I call it Les Miserables. Of course you do. When when you make Les, he's unhappy. Les Miserables. Hello everyone, welcome back to another instalment of the Filmian Podcast, where this week we're going to film you in tournament style once again. Yes, we are finally starting the GOAT tournament, greatest of all time tournament, and we've got a fun episode planned for you. Some fun matchups, um, and yeah, we're going to have a good time. With me, as always, is my wonderful Calva card of co-hosts. We've got Siwan. What the hell is a Calva card? It's like Cal- Cobra Kai sort of thing. What a Cal- po- Card is like a, it's like a group. What a posh little word. Thank you. He is English. Oh yeah. Hello, Suan. Hi. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, we've got Hamish. Hi, Joe. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and and, Howdy, and then Hamish. we've got Joe. <laughs> Hello. Hello, Xander. Hello. My word. My real word. <laughs> Okay, so um, because we didn't get to them last time, uh, because for some reason the sound waves got mixed up and we got replaced by a different, better show last week. Um, So we're going to do some moans to start off with. So who wants to tell me moan? I'd love to moan. That's a loaded question. You know it, Xander. (laughs) I have a broad moan and it annoys me every day I go on Twitter. Um, Doctor Who fans just need to go outside and touch grass, honestly. (laughs) Joe, Joe uh, do you want to leave the recording then? <laughs> I'll go touch some grass. Take that long no, I know walk, what, Joe. Joe, Joe. Joe got a job for two days and he's like, you guys need to touch some grass. This is too no, much. Shut <laughs> up. No, so... I swear the, the majority of Doctor Who fans are just born pessimists. I don't know what it is, but they're just... They they haven't grown up yet. That that It's weird, it's weird. Um... And they complain about like the most minute things that everyday people would just not give a shit about. Um, oh me, no, no, I am not talking about me, guys. Don't worry. Um, so the new it's Sonic just, you're ticking all the boxes here. No, the new Sonic screwdriver design. Uh, it was it was like described in the new magazine of like what references it had to it, and it didn't. It wasn't inspired by the Thirteenth Doctor's era. And people who like the 13th Doctor were like, oh, they're forgetting that era. They hate Jodie Whittaker. And it's like, huh? Where have you got that from? You're you're talking smack. You're talking smack. And then one of my friends on Twitter wrote about how they've only just got excited about the RTD era now and they weren't before. And someone decided to screenshot that tweet and publicly, like... um, belittle them by saying that they were being negative about the new era because they weren't excited yet and basically encouraging people to go over to their account and be nasty to them i i just don't understand doctor who fans like ah just grow up stop caring about the little things if you if there's an opinion you don't like move on don't tell them they're wrong you know like i got into an argument with someone i was like look just be kind. They're like, oh no, but it's Twitter. It's an open platform. Like, 
Okay, is that an excuse not to be kind then? It doesn't make sense, does it? Like, Doctor Who's literal, like, thing is be kind. Capaldi said it in his closing speech. What? If you watch Doctor Who, how do you not get that? So, like, oh, yeah, my mom's Doctor Who fans. <laughs> Stop being so petty. Grow up. Nice. Wow, that was that was. Some Doctor Who fans are actually really nice. I should say that because otherwise people will be like, "Oh, you didn't mention the good ones." There are good ones out there. That was passionate, Joe. I I appreciate that. It was a good moan. Oh, uh, they're gonna attack me now. Yeah, they are. They are. Please subscribe to Rebel Whovians. <laughs> um, who's next? I go on, Hamish. I don't mind uh, having a a moan. Um. Right, so I, over the past few days, I finally caught up with our Barbenheimer episode, uh, having gone and watched Barbie. Yeah. Woo. Um, and having come out of it, right, a lot of different people take a lot of different things away from watching Barbie. And what I've found is that there's like, this is just in my own experience, that there's some people that watch that movie and like will rabidly call you like sexist for like daring to disagree with them on anything in that movie and I haven't actually listened to our episode yet on it because I've, I've been saving myself for that absolute marathon I intend to do it with some paperwork but um like uh, uh, my sister's never gonna listen to this. My 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 sister like um, <laughs> um my, my my sister gave some energy that mm, yeah I to to quote I think my dad had come out with oh I think it's I think the movie's for everyone and my sister dropped the line no. It's for women, by women, and it should be enjoyed by women. And mm. it was something on those lines, and I was like, mm. "Right, it, yeah." There, there seems to be a, a, oh, we've lost Joe, but there, come back. There, there seems to be, from my own experience, like a small sect of really zealous fans of the movie that are not open to talking about any kind of viewpoint other than their own. And really, unfortunately, that's a shame. Because the movie talks a lot about... I mean, the movie t talks so much about, like, equality as a whole. It's not just... I mean, it, it tells a brilliant story of, like, so long as there is one gender in charge and it doesn't ha it doesn't matter which one it's going to fucking suck for the other yeah and to ignore that message is to really just kind of cherry pick and it yeah it really grinds my gears but yeah i know people just need to chill the fuck out about the movie i think and yeah i i totally I, agree I, I agree i agree like it's <laughs> it's an influential movie and it's definitely a very cathartic movie for both sexes. Like, 
I mean, I walked out of that feeling like, you know, fuck, I've been, I feel heard. Like, I feel seen a little bit of that movie. I am Knuff. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, people need to chill the fuck out and, like, understand that it, it's not meant to be a polarizing What's going movie. on? I'm just frozen. It's meant to open yeah, debate. absolutely. It's not working. I don't know what your yeah. guys' experiences are with it. I'm sure oh, Twitter. I stayed clear of Twitter and TikTok. I assume become it was C1. like a. What? What is going on? At my back. Sorry, something's happening. For, for everyone listening at home, we just saw Joe go. Come see one, and then freeze <laughs> like. <laughs> it's like freeze like mid euphoria. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on joe you're right it's just going into the red i've got full bars and it's going into the red and that you all froze and then obviously you heard come see one and then it disconnected me and then connected me again it's just ass i don't know what's going on sorry continue no no i mean have you got anything downloaded on your computer no <laughs> Because you've frozen again. Oh, no, you're back again. Okay. Oh, my... Um, oh, my gods. Oh, my God! My berries! I think I found my berries. <laughs> oh, my Jesus oh, Christ. My right, sorry, guys. Oh, my guys. God! My berries! Oh, my God! <laughs> <laughs> what a beautiful little moment. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I... I I think during during our podcast, I was I was oh, I was definitely more negative than everyone else, but I still like the movie. I've seen it again since, and it's I think it is good. It's very charming, but I still have my problems with it. Like there's there's some jokes in it that sort of undermine what the rest of the movie's about, and other there's there's a couple of performance issues and a couple of jokes that I just didn't find that funny. So there there are problems with it for sure, but I think overall it's a it is a good movie. I think I think anyone that's saying it's straight up a bad movie either doesn't get the it either isn't in on the joke or like are the people like Ben Shapiro who's like, I'm gonna go into this hating it and I oh oh look at that I hated it. The people giving it like one star. I don't understand that because there's so much merit in the movie. There are great performances, there are great dance numbers so, for some reason. And <laughs> There are bits that are funny the and it's music. so charming that the it weaves you over. Exactly. So overall, I think the consensus would be around everyone is that it's at least good. Yeah. So I, I, I think everyone's on the right side of this because it is it's a well-made movie for sure. Yeah. Anyone else? <laughs> so on. <laughs> As everybody's as the resident woman here, um, everybody's yeah. entitled to their own opinions about. Oh no, it. I was asking you if someone wanted to go next. It wasn't just someone. Oh yeah. You're a woman. I do have a moan though. Go for your moan. Go for your moan. Right. right. So to clarify, I'm not like a massive zodiac sign nut. Okay, oh, I'm not. Oh joy. No, I'm not. <laughs> What a start! Right. What a start! Right. I'm not gonna be like, oh my god, you're a Scorpio. I'm not allowed to be compatible with you. I'm not that type of person. 
But if it comes up, I'm going to look at it just to see if it's accurate or not to myself. You go now? Uh-huh. Right. Now, I'm a Pisces, right? And a Pisces is a water sign, but their thing is to fish. Uh-huh. Okay? My issue is with the fish. Uh-huh. Okay? Because every time you get, like, a character that you're like, oh, you know. And this is actually specific to the Barbie film, okay? They're like, oh, you know. There's, like, a bunch of ca- How many fucking Barbies are in that film? A lot. Quite a few. Dozens, right? Guess who Pisces is put as? A fucking mermaid we, who has we, two lines. She says hello, out. Ken. She says hello, Ken, and she hands fucking what's his name, John Cena, a beer, and says, "Does my fucking is my big boy thirsty?" How does is that? Like, how does bit? someone look at that? How does someone look at that and go, "Oh yeah, that's a Pisces." It's just because of the fucking fishtail, and it pisses me Wait. off because it's always the same. Right? Like, it doesn't even make sense, because other zodiac signs have animals, but it's always Pisces that's fish, and it pisses me off. What, what doesn't help is, me and Siwon are both Pisces, and I, ca- I cannot swim, and she's afraid of water, so we're kind of fucked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's always the same. Like, somebody said, like, I saw a fucking TikTok about it, and it's like, oh yeah, Pisces, of course I'm going to give you the mermaid. I'm like, why though? The mermaid that's in it for 20 seconds has two lines and no character development. Why is that a Pisces? <laughs> wait, I'm con- pretty much Tell me. I'm con- wait, up, is honest. the mermaid's name Pisces? No, <laughs> it's Dua Lipa. Wait, is that... No, I don't know what fucking her name is. But it's, it's Barbie. Like what do you mean? What's your name? What's her yeah. name? She's Barbie. Dua Lipa Barbie. She's Barbie. No, it's the Zodiac sign. That's a- I'm a Pisces. And that's like fish. But, uh, and it's always associated with fish. And I don't get why. Just be a bit more creative. And stop telling me I'm a fucking fish. fish Listen, just because uh, I'm a pescatarian. <laughs> I'm incredibly confused, but I <laughs> will empathise with you on that. My favourite thing to do with a zodiac sign like nuts is like, like I'm actually an Aries, and they're like, oh yeah, that's an Aries, yeah, I can tell. And then I go, I'm a Gemini, and they go, oh, that's a Gemini thing to do. Like, I knew yeah, you're it. You're Gemini, Hamish. Yeah, I'm from G- I'm June. Yeah. I think you say I'm from Germany. Can <laughs> <laughs> you Deutsch? Yeah, I'm a Gemini because um, I'm from Germany. Yeah. I-, I was in that Will Smith movie, Gemini Man. Oh, <laughs> I remember, oh. I've written a review on that, and it was like the most meth-fueled nightmare I've ever seen. Well, that's lucky because I'm Pisces movie. I don't know. Apparently, I'm a fish. You are a fish, the one. Blob, blob. <laughs> It's just that we're always a fish, you're... and I want them to be a bit more creative instead of just going, "Oh, you're a I fish." Want to be if Alan, if anyone wants to see what Swan looks like, just look, just watch Monster vs. Alien. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the missing link! <laughs> 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 I was thinking of Ginormica, but that, that took, that's that not took a fish. Everyone, a minute. That, that, that was <laughs> I'm really <laughs> glad it took a hot second for that to settle. <laughs> I was like, fish. <laughs> uh, you do give me missing hey, link man. vibes, you are. <laughs> You're also a fish! Oh, yay! I know, oh, but Joe can't be in Monsters vs. Aliens because he's from Whoville. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, th- that, was, that was a weird moan, and I appreciate it. That was a good moan section. Plenty to talk about. Congratulations, about. everyone. Congratulations. Congratulations. Big variations. Now... We've got 45 <laughs> movies from our top 10s list. If you don't know what they are, 
listen back to our last greatest of all time tournament and you'll be able to see who picked what, why we went through all the picks, and now we're going to pit them against each other, tournament style, all the way up until we have a winner. This week, because there's 45, we're going to do a playing round to see who gets into the round of 32, which will start in a few weeks. Um, so, to start with, we've got um, we, we've got some uh, playing games. So, who's ready? I'm I'm good to go. I'm, yes. I might I might be. Okay, sick. We're gonna see how we get on. We're gonna do a few, and we'll we'll just see where we get up to today, and then we'll do some more another day. The first matchup, okay? It is one of my movies versus one of Hamish's movies. It is the number 34 seed overall, Almost Famous. And that faces off against the number 33 seed, Fury. This is easy. It's an easy one. Wait, are we allowed to join in if they're your films? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, we, we, that's why we had the last episode. So everything's been introduced. Everyone knows all the films. We've all discussed them. Now it's open now season. Now it's playtime. We can just sort of talk. But, but, now it's playtime. <laughs> Well, obviously, for me and Hamish, these are easy because we're both going to pick ours. But it's really up to you two what you think about mm. these two movies. So this is the time to open up. You know what we think about our movies. Mm. What did you guys Interesting, think about Interesting, Mr. These? Bond. I want to know why Joe thinks it's easy. Because one of these films had a scene in it that felt very different from the rest of the film and it was quite slow. And one of them was a wild ride despite its long run time. I'll leave okay. you to guess which one that is. Well, I, I, was very I would ominous. like to say that... I would like to say <laughs> that Almost Famous, the version Joe watched, was actually the theatrical cut and was just two hours long. No, it wasn't. I watched the long one, Xander. Oh, did you? I watched the two hours yeah. 40. Oh, my God. Okay, cool. So Not did nice. I. So okay, so and you guys despite all the moaning it. and groaning about what having to watch this film, I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I think that was I preferred that to Fury. We're going to hear this a lot. They're very different movies, and that's kind of the point of this. It's movies you never thought would be put up against each other in this situation. And yes, they are. They are incredibly polar opposite vibes. Movies, yeah, polar opposite vibes. Um, Siwan, you were going to say something. Yeah, I'm the opposite. I like. I'm with Joe. I watched the two-hour forty-one, um, yeah. and what I got like it was a very good film. Almost famous. Now we, I don't think we've actually said what we're talking about here. Um, <laughs> almost famous, right? I really did enjoy it, but I did think it was that bit too long. But that's on me for watching the longer version. I just couldn't find the short one. Um, but like, maybe if I did do the short one and then went for the long one, then I'd like enjoyed it more. But I still don't know which one I'd pick that because I do like both films, so I don't know at the minute. But yeah, like Joe's straight up going for almost famous, but I'm a bit <laughs> on the edge just because I did watch the long I, one. I I think um, the thing with me is that sorry is that there was a bit in Fury where I was just bored. It's when they they arrive at that house with the two women, and it just feels so different from the rest of the film. And I I love the action, I love the violence in Fury, but you know it just feels like it. It just, it feels like something they forgot to cut from the film. But Almost Famous feels more complete in that its overall runtime is more consistent um, in what it's doing. Um, Hamish, did you watch Almost Famous? Yes, I did. Now, what do you think? 
I really enjoyed it. I like like you've said, it's a complete polar opposite to Fury. I don't, I don't think they could yeah. be any more different movies. Um, but on what Joe mentioned there about the scene with like the house, I think I think it's. I think that scene provides quite an in-depth insight into who these characters are when they're not at war. Because inherently, our, our protagonist doesn't want to actually be, like, fighting across France and Germany. He doesn't. And he's paired with Brad Pitt, who plays a phenomenally, like, battle-hardened tank commander. And I think it gives a split second to realize, like, the men that... The men who they are when they're not at war. They actually want peace, despite how, like, thoroughly, like... I want to say murder-hungry they are, because they take a bit of pleasure in what they do in that movie. And then we also get to see the, the harsh, disgusting reality of the soldiers that pushed through Germany. Like, the, the the Allies did some absolutely heinous acts to those civilians. And they treated them so disgustingly because they were German. And I think that's something that a lot of people forget whenever they're looking at, like, World War II and they're making these World War II movies that usually that kind of thing is glorified and it's forgotten. I think Fury does an excellent job at portraying the disgusting reality of what war is because there's no like joy in it there's none <clears throat> absolutely um i think i i did enjoy fury overall i thought it was a solid movie i do th i do agree with joe i think that si that section in the house was it felt over long it like it outstayed its welcome for me um there were several moments that i thought okay i'd probably end that here and it then went on and on and on um, I had a problem with some of the action as well. I'm. It just looked really silly to me when, whenever the, the the tanks were firing. That did you the, not like the, the lasers? German tanks were. <laughs> the, they looked like lasers. Like the Germans would fire green. And yeah, it's a tracer round. Allies would fire red. Yeah, and I just I'm I've never seen that before in a movie, and it really threw me out because I was like. I've never seen this yeah. in a World War Two film before. The, and the, this now looks like I'm watching Star Wars. It just really took me yeah. out of it. That, that's actually, so I, I, that, that's very historically accurate. Those are called tracer rounds. They're laced with a, a chemical that, whenever it's fired, it ignites. Like it's basic chemistry. Like you know, like your sodium burns a color, your nitrogen burns a color. So it's actually to see where the shots are trailing, for others to yeah. follow. I didn't like the look of it. Um, sort of Xander hates I'm history, really there sorry. we go. <laughs> uh, I do hate history, yeah. Um, uh, whereas whereas for me, Almost Famous, I know, like like we said so many times, they're so different. But for me, this is, just feels like a big warm hug of a movie. Like, it's... I, I love spending time with all these characters. The music is so incredible. Like, every single scene has a absolute bop in it. Uh, go on, Joe. It starts with an Alvin and the Chipmunks song, so immediately it's the better film. It does. It does Which is really weird because the guy who plays Dave Seville is in it before he plays Dave Seville. He is. 
This Jason is like Lee. it's like also, Destiny. Yeah, also, yeah, from also my name's Jesus. Um, we'll 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 push towards a uh, a decision then. So I'm gonna go for almost famous. Hamish, are you going for Fury? I've I've got to represent. My, the, the viewing hasn't swayed you. That's that's understandable. Um, Joe. I'm gonna go for almost famous. I was, I was, um, I was unkind to it before I watched it, and for that I feel ashamed. Uh, watch, <laughs> having watched it and watched the longer cut, I really enjoyed it, and it, it meant a lot. I respect. And that. see what? So really, Siwan, it's down to you. Oh. Are you going oh. for almost famous or Fury? Talk us through it. I will say, what the hell do we do if it's a tie? We'll figure it out. <laughs> okay. Um, we'll force one of us to change our minds. <laughs> I like Fury. I, I I've seen it. I saw it a few years ago, um, and then you know watched it again for this. I like the action. The acting is very good. Um, I get what you mean with the middle bit, but I don't mind it because it shows you know better character work. Even though what's his name? He plays Punisher. John. Burnfall. Oh, he's an him, ass. He's fucking. He, he's an ass. But, you know, it's still very good. And then Almost Famous. I was very much... I li- I like the film, and I enjoyed a lot of it. But... And then again, I don't know what is extended. I don't see what they'd cut to make it the two-hour theatrical. So that's, you know... But that, I don't that, know, maybe it was just... That's probably why you can't find the theatrical cut in many yeah. places. Because <laughs> yeah. the extended version is known as, like, the definitive version. Mm. Um, That's fair. See, see, the way I watched that movie is I saw it first on Prime and then got the Blu-ray because I found out there was an extended cut. I was like, well, I've got to see this now. And so now every time I watch it, I watch the extended version. So I I feel a bit sorry for you guys that you've watched the longer version to start with because it's, you know, I kind of would have told you to watch the normal version first so you could fall in love with it and then find new love in the extended version because... You're right. Two hours forty. It's a, it's a little bit daunting uh, at first I, glance. I just got maximum love straight away. So <laughs> that's the thing. I very much loved it straight away, but then it got long. Mm. Like I don't know where. I don't know where it. I decided to be like, okay, now it's getting on a bit. But then, it, then again, I, I still like the film. That's why I'm really st- struggling. Because, like, as much as I like Fury and as much as I like Almost Famous, it is that extra 40 minutes that's making me not choose it at the minute, but then I don't want that to take away and then give it to Fury. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, for <laughs> that's sure. That's why I'm that's struggling. Fair. So, at the minute, I don't know. Um, well, I-, I hate to do this to you, but, like... I know, the- I, the know I know. Times are ticking. We're running low on time. At the um, minute, you must know, Siwan. Yeah, given... Okay. Given that I was enjoying Almost Famous more from the bat and that maybe if I go back to it knowing that it's longer and knowing what's going to happen, I might, you know, not be like, oh, this is a bit too long. I think I might give it to Almost Famous. I'm sorry. That's valid. There it is. The first victor in this tournament is the 34 seed Almost Famous. That goes through to the round of 32. And Fury... Is KIA. Aww. Um, it, it is it is a solid movie, Hamish, and it, and it's it's a shame that it had to go this early, but 
something's got to lose, you know. It's okay. I'm looking at what's coming up, and it's I've, going I've to just be a seen slow water. <laughs> it's going Home to be run. a slow water. I wish Alex I was here like to defend it. I feel like we need Alex here. Oh. Um, no, we don't. Um, <laughs> so next up, we've got the number 25 seed. This is on Alex's list. Who couldn't be here tonight? Um, and it is Barbie Mariposa from 2008. <laughs> and it faces off against the number 40 seed. It's Hamish's pick again. It's Pacific Rim. Yeah. Okay, I did watch Barbie. I watched it. I got So to did it. I. You watched Mariposa. I you forced yourself I through it. I, I, sat I watched at, it at 1.25. I, I watched it at 1.25 speed. I, I sat at home and watched it, and the version that Alex sent us on YouTube didn't mm. work anymore. It's been <laughs> taken off YouTube. So oh, really? I had to find it, um, and I had to watch it in 28 separate clips on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Xander, the clip that Alex sent worked for me, so it sounds like a you I, wa- I only watched this a few days ago. So uh, it's well, been that's taken on you for doing your homework late, Xander. So. Too late. Yeah, no, yeah. but I was putting it off, and also I was terrified. I was watching the door the whole time because if my dad came in and I was watching Barbie Mariposa, <laughs> he would have rinsed me. I, I, I literally would never have forgiven me. I literally told my mum, just to warn you, if you come in and you see me watching Barbie, it's for the podcast. And she's like, yeah, that's fine, Joe. So. Yeah, whatever you want, honey. <laughs> so, so I've actually been made to watch another one of these Barbie movies. Me and Alex made oh, the God. agreement that I had to watch um, Barbie Fairytopia, which I believe is the prequel to this. Um mm-hmm. No, this is like there's not like MCU to these movies. There's genuinely like they they they, they beat yeah, Marvel to then. it. Um <laughs> I assume the redeeming quality remains Bibble. Um the No. I hate Bibble. No. <laughs> I was quite invested by the story to be I, honest. okay. I like Bibble yeah. because of the memes Bibble spawns. Right? <laughs> there's like there's like CEO of sex memes of Bibble. Like, like that—that's why I enjoy Bibble. Aside from it, it is like mind. I—I I would rather nail my hand to the desk. Like it is <laughs> mind-numbing. Like just morbid, like brain sludge. So the main bulk of my my problem with this movie is, for one, the animation is poor, but it's cheap, and that's whatever. But the problem when with poor animation comes the fact that all the characters look the exact same. I had, had no idea outfits, who was doing what. Maybe you should have paid more attention. At any given point, that, no, I was paying attention, but <laughs> all of them had the same hair color. The, the villain showed up, and I was like. I thought that was her best friend. I was no, so those two do look very similar. No, no, those did. Uh, so, no, I'll agree on that one. Yeah, no, and like the ending message was sweet, but there were also other messages that is like, oh, if you don't, it, it, only do something if you get given something at the end of it. It's like what? <laughs> that seems... that's, no, but that's why I do stuff. So <laughs> yeah, it resonated like, with me. It doesn't seem like something that should be <laughs> from in, in a kids movie like this. It's also incredibly boring. It is pretty boring. It wasn't as bad as I thought yes, it was going to be. Moments. And I those, gave those like little things that chase them and that eat fairies were so annoying. Those are actually quite they had, scary. They had the same yeah, voice. I can, like, I can oh, imagine God. being quite creeped out by them as a kid. 
But of course, like I'm watching B-te- this at the grand old like, age of 21, so... It sounded like B-Tech <laughs> Seth Rogen at that point. <laughs> 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 Awful. Um, Pacific was, Rim, on the other hand... It was definitely hand. a film. Yeah, can, can we get to the slaughter? Sure, Pacific, Pacific Rim, on the other hand, is <clears throat> masterpiece. Cool. Masterpiece. Most of these films have a grand scale. <laughs> so. see, 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 that's the thing that really that really makes Pacifica and cool is the is the sense of scale you get from it, and Guillermo del Toro works wonders with that. The the CG looks fantastic; it really holds up. Some the, of the, the acting CG, is if, fr- it, sorry. If you get like sorry, a like the high quality version of it, like today, it like it puts the entirety of the MCU to shame. Yeah, like, no, there's. I, th- I think it's this golden period for CGI between 2009 or maybe even 2008 up until like 2014 is peak CGI. I think it just looks incredible like, throughout this period. Whoever the hell worked on that movie, like Disney need to hire now <laughs> and they just need to like just let them do their thing. Like the guys that did this movie... Like oh my god, like <laughs> the the amount of detail. If you go and like watch it slowly, like they've even like animated like how the rain reacts on different surfaces throughout yeah. the movie. Like the detail is astounding. It is, and I love Ron Perlman's little role in it as well. Yeah, he's really cool. That is Charlie Burn Day Gorman. is great fun. Burn Gorman is such a little weasel. I know him from Torchwood and Johnny English Reborn. But and he's, he's in... in what else is he in? He's in something else as well. Is he Pacific in The Dark Knight Rises? In. Is he? He might be. He is. He is. He... Yeah, he has his <laughs> uh, neck broken by Bane. Um, oh, that's no, no, that's thing. Ben Mendelsohn. Oh, that's Ben Mendelsohn. Oh, you no. haven't told yeah. to the cops. He's Ben Mendelsohn's like. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, um, I'm Ben Mendelsohn. Yeah, so I'll I'll be honest. Pacific Rim. It's got some really poor acting as well. Charlie Hunnam is not at his best here. No. Um, oh, no, but we're not here it, for the acting. We're here to watch you, the giant robots right. beat you're the shit out right, of You're absolutely right, but we've we've got to say something. We've bad got about to this. say things. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm. I thought it's a, it was a good film, but it's not as good as, you know. But to say Barbie Mariposa. No, no, it's not as good as like. <laughs> it's not this amazing film. It's like, uh, it's okay, you know. It's just good. I think it's just good. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's, it's not. I probably it was on Channel Five on a Sunday, so I don't know what that says about it. Like, but <laughs> I mean, it came out in like what 2012. 13 because I, I remember I remember I went to see this at the cinema with my brother I did too uh, we, we went to we wanted to go watch The World's End but I was too young to get in and so uh, we had to we, we had to go watch Pacific Rim instead look um, and we had great fun look, we had great fun I think the, the best way I can sum up Pacific Rim is it looks phenomenal but it is also the epitome of switch your brain off cinema and you just get to like it I know that's that can sometimes be used as like a an insult to some movies, but it, it's just cracking action. It is. I I'd, I'd say that Barbie Mariposa has some great action sequences, <laughs> like when they hid under the flower, 
to uh, to escape the gaze of the evil creatures. That that was pretty tense. I will say. Was that, it was like I was on the edge of my seat at one in the morning, just like, oh, are they going to survive? You know, dreadful movie. Um, um <laughs> I, I think we're all I think we're all ready to vote. I'm really sorry, Alex, yeah. but I've, is it unanimous? It gets yeah. stepped on by a. I'm going to go for Barbie Mariposa to be different. No, you're not. No, I am. Okay, so... Because <laughs> it also means nothing. <laughs> that That's one honorary vote for Barbie Mariposa so that Alex doesn't be very upset. But it looks like the 40 seed Pacific Rim is stepping on Barbie Mariposa, squishing <laughs> it under its giant robot foot and goes through to the round of 32. Boom, references. Ouch. Um, I'm really sorry, Alex. Maybe on your next one, which is coming up next. Um, the next matchup, it's the number 24 seed. This one is from Siwan's list, and it's Prisoners from 2013. Uh, and that faces off against another one of Alex's. It's the 39 seed, and it is Okja from 2017. Oh. The Battle of the Dano. <laughs> Battle of the Dano. <laughs> I, I th- to be fair, I think it may be a good job that Alex isn't here because I think they would have been yeah. rendered speechless by the idea of two Paul Danos in in one conversation. Ooh. Okay. Both both are very good, but I think for me, Prisoners is stronger. Um. Yeah. I didn't expect that. I second this. Okja is really cool. And it's really upsetting and a really heartfelt movie. And it's adorable. I love all the weird, weird performances people are giving. Especially Jay Gyllenhaal. What an incredible <laughs> guy he is. But then, Prison is, is one of my favourite movies. And it is on my big list. It was almost in my top ten. It was one of those that kept coming in and out. And it ended up just being on the outside of it. But Prisoners is incredible. Denis Villeneuve on the run of his lifetime on on any lifetime at the moment and this was like the start of it um jay gyllenhaal again here is incredible hugh jackman getting to flex his proper dramatic muscles amazing um it's nice to see terence howard in things and then viola davis is great as well as she always is um and then you've like there's so many cool things in this and it's one of those mystery films that just keeps you guessing all, the whole way through and then even when you rewatch it there's so many little things that make sense and it's just full of tiny little easter eggs that you will pick up on a time and again that really it rewards you for rewatching it and i've got to say it's a tough one to rewatch because it's so dark and heavy but it's just chef's kiss truly incredible stuff here it, it was uh, one of I'm those films someone put it on their list it was one of those films where I had to go on Google and search up ending explained because I'm a bit stupid. But I thought it was very good. Um, I, I liked... I'm a big fan of the music when he's driving to the hospital. That yeah. is such a tense scene. Jesus Christ. That is so good. Um, like I, I, I've made it very clear that long films are like, ah. Like I was on Netflix and it was like, this film is two and a half hours this is a long film but one night i was like i'll just put it on and it didn't feel like two and a half hours and i was gripped the whole time hugh jackman's just on fire here this is probably one of his best performances jake gyllenhaal has got you know he's got the the ticks and stuff like that 
Um, yeah. That he's that was something he added to the character. Um, he's great. Paul Dano is terrifying. Um, I can't remember his name, but he's he plays Polka Dot Man. He's terrifying. Yeah. Um, all the cast in this are great, and it's a great mystery. One that I've forgotten what it is, so I need to go back and try and figure that out with Google Explained as well. But um, yeah, I, I loved it. Really loved it. Uh, Hamish? Joe has just sung what I was going to say, pretty much. Um, I think the performances in in this movie are like mind-bogglingly like excellent. Like the variety we get to see, like you said, Hugh Jackman. Oh my god! Like he, he's phenomenal to watch in this movie, as is Paul Dano. Paul Paul Dano does scary quite well, doesn't he? Mm. You know, just a little bit, just a little bit. You know, I'm I'm beginning to feel as if he's like one of those secret serial killers. In Hollywood, like <laughs> no, an then, actual serial killer. But then, what what's so refreshing about Okja is that you see him in a nice role. He's mm. he's like a nice guy, and he's just that that. There's a moment he breaks into um her, the little girl's hotel room and shows her signs in Korean so she can read what he's saying, and then he just leaps out the window at the end. Like incredible! It's just like, really yeah. fun and weird. I mean, I I, I think. Archer's excellent for Paul Dano showing like a wide variety of what he can play, but I mean, Prisoners. He's this just... was sort of the precursor to his role as the Riddler. Yeah. It's... Yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. It just it doesn't. My 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 one negative about Prisoners is that Hugh Jackman doesn't go. Ah, you know his singing type of it's like really fluctuating. You know the. You know, like from Le Miserable, he's like, man just called it Le Miserable. No, because I'm English and stupid, I call it Les Miserables. So, of course you do. The Miserable. That's what I think the film is. When when you make Les, he's unhappy. Les Miserable. Les Miserable. Um. Yeah, no, I'm, th- there's not much more to say about Okja. It's got a really great message. Um, and Don't eat Bong me. And Bong Joon-ho is, is also a really great um, great director. So and we see that going forward with Parasite. Um, I bet Okja tastes great. I bet Okja did taste great, man. I'll that was honest. a meaty son of a bitch. And it's, oh just, my God. it's just an adorable ending to the movie as well. Like, they've got a little Okja and a big Okja. And, yeah, just, just a nice movie. It's... It's one of those ones where he's for like, everyone. Yeah, Ultra is for everyone, and Prisoners is for that moment that you're like, oh, I don't think I hate myself enough. And so you, you watch that movie and just feel like terrible. <laughs> and it also, Prisoners must have set off so many parents' alarm bells. Because mm. imagine watching that and having kids at home. Like, that's <laughs> awful. You'd awful. be terrified. You're not going outside anymore. Yeah, All right, no. Timmy. You're getting <laughs> locked in your bedroom. <laughs> um, I, I, I think we've said enough. But um, are we all going the same way? Yes. Prisoners. 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 I would like to give a vote to Okja if everyone else is going prisoners, just so, just so Alex feels felt. Um, because it is a good movie and it is it's worth seeing. It is on Netflix. Go and check it out if you haven't already. But Prisoners is by far the superior movie, and su- and uh, 
Prisoners goes through to the round of 32. Okja has been slaughtered. Uh, <laughs> yum, yum. Pig Sorry. meat. Bit dark. Bit dark, that one. Some bacon. <laughs> yeah. Right. The next matchup, then. It is the 29 seed, and that is on Joe's list, and that is Attack the Block. And that faces off against the number 36 seed from Siwan's list again, and that is The Matrix. Oh, damn. <laughs> oh, damn. Th- this is going to be a tough Can I just say style. I really like Attack the Block? Can I just say I really like The Matrix? I second that. I prefer <laughs> Attack the Block to The Matrix. <laughs> yes! What? Welcome, my brother! Welcome okay. to the brethren! We've got a conversation then. Yeah. So, um, we'll, we'll do Attack the Block first. Um, everyone apart from Joe, what do we think of Attack the Block? It's got its moments, I guess. I think it's a good movie. I think it's a really solid movie. I think Yeah. Um, I think it's fun. It's fast-paced. Um, I think some of the characters are kind of annoying, but that's that's whatever. I think the plot's really fun. And the creature design is so, so cool. That creature design takes this movie so far. <laughs> um, and John Boyega, like, he is the main part in this, but I don't think he's really got much to do until towards the end. Um, I think the other kids are the, sort of the main stars of this, and Jodie Whittaker is really great in this <laughs> as well, as, as Joe would love to hear. Um, <laughs> of course. Any anyone else got anything else to add about that? No, I completely agree. I think it's a brilliant it's... piece of British cinema. Like, <laughs> like okay, so I hadn't watched Attack the Block until I believe we did a watch of it. Um, I can't remember what how what how what year it was. Um, that we were living together, but I think you guys were watching it one night. Year two, yeah, yeah. yeah. I hadn't watched Attack so. the Block ever. It was one of those movies that had like been on my forever list that is like there and you keep wanting to watch it, but you never get around to it. And I watched it and I I fucking loved it. Um I mean what you say about John Boyega, I think I I get what you mean, but I think the collective of the kids it's not just the other kids. It's a collective at the beginning, and then we hit the solo stuff with them at the end. I think they are f- they act phenomenally. I th- I think it's just a it's one of those movies that really captures the kind of UK feel of teenagers quite well. And I mean, the the monsters are practical. I'm a, I'm a sucker for practical effects in that regard. So is Alex as well. Um, it's just it's just good. I this is one of those movies that you can tell is like it doesn't have this like smashing cracking budget, but they still make a fucking excellent movie out of it. Joe? Yeah, you're right. You are you are absolutely right. Um, should we give some some lip service to the Matrix? Feels as if Joe's itching though to say. Wait, something. do I not get to talk about it? Yeah. Oh, go, go on, Joe. Go on, Joe. Um, <laughs> um, I it I I love how British it feels. Like, I it, I don't know what it is, but it's this specifics about this that is like 
I'd love to see more films like this. It seems like the sort of um, sort of film that would be shown at like the BFI. Um, yeah, it's very like those films. Yeah, it's 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 small scale, but it's got a great cast, and I don't know. I want to find more films like it. It's it's something about it where it's like this is so cool, and like I don't know. I, yeah, I think it's just how it feels like a a, a, a quintessential British yeah, British indie film, and also Jodie Whittaker's in it, which is a, a pretty big bonus for me um it also it must be good because my dad was like oh joe this film's been on film four and i watched it last night i've recorded it so you can watch it with me again i'm like okay i'll watch it and it was great so thank you thank you thank you dad but i love the hell out of it um yeah we'll move on to the matrix (laughs) what does everyone think about this one i really dislike the matrix i think it's over you dislike it i think the matrix is a bit overhyped um i think i think it's a good movie um i won't dispute that but every single person that i know that has like been exposed to the matrix goes through this phase and i mean like i'm terminally on terminally online so i'm on discord quite a bit and the the amount of people that I know that have gone through phases of like they've just watched the first Matrix movie their profile picture immediately changes to Neo from the Matrix and you can tell what stages they're at in watching the movie because they make their personalities about the fucking Matrix like people that have just started watching those movies they're like MCU like diehard fans they will come up to you and as soon as you say, like, I don't know, fuck, they'll be like, language! Like, they'll be like, oh, Neo would have won that fight. It's like, oh, shut up. I don't care. I think it's a cool movie, mate. But, like, what, like, us living in a computer simulation, it's not that deep. It's really not. It's not some, like, earth shattering, like, plot. It's a cool plot, but it's like, I just don't care. Okay, I'm I'm gonna stop this right now. The Matrix is perhaps <laughs> the coolest movie I've ever seen. It's uh, and and absolutely, people should be changing their profile pictures to Neo as soon as they finish the movie because he's so cool. The whole movie, the vibe is just excellent. And yes, it is. You're right. Right now, yeah, like it's whatever plot-wise. You know, it's not that cool a concept, but. Back in 1999, this hadn't been done before. It's so it's so original in its idea. And that concept takes it so far. Keanu Reeves is one of those performers where he can sell anything with sincerity. The reason the John Wick films are so good isn't because of the world behind John Wick. This new Continental show couldn't give a damn about it. <laughs> but the like his his performance is what drags those John Wick movies Ooh, to excellence I and disagree. the amazing choreography as I well. I disagree. We're not talking about that though. Stop. The Matrix though, his <laughs> sincerity in his performance in his yeah, you brought his it up. Struggle, Hold on. His what? No, because we're not talking about that. I'm using that. I as don't an think Keanu Reeves of, is the best actor. Either. I don't think he is. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. No, but I don't. Think, I don't think he's five stars. Saying, no, what I'm saying is 
his sincerity in trying in these roles is what makes him a really cool actor to watch and really an engaging actor to watch. And he brings so much life to this movie. Also, Morpheus. Lawrence Fishburne is excellent. It's got a great I villain. I prefer the Hannibal the Barrett version on the Eric Andre show. The action sequences are incredible as well. <laughs> I, Can I say that you're so, forgetting about Carrie Ann Moss I, as fucking Trinity? I, Trinity's dope as well. I, Trinity! I need to rebuttal you on this one, Xander. I think... I don't think Keanu Reeves is like... I think Keanu Reeves can do well with choreography and in a lot of his like fantastic movies where he's like critically acclaimed, the world is extremely strongly built. Like, the I think the John Wick... Like, the world of John Wick is also part of its appeal. I think people are excited no, to watch I'm, the continent. What I'm saying is that the sure. reason I watch those movies is for Keanu Reeves. I, I completely And not disagree. for the world. Completely disagree. Well, that's, that's, a di- that's a difference yeah. of opinion. I don't and watch that, it that, Keanu all Reeves' accent. So, like, dude, I... Th- I think he should. I don't no, because we're going to go actor. down a deep rabbit hole that's going to take us 20 minutes to get back out of. I, the Matrix is a really Zeddy, good Zaddy, you designed the rabbit hole. You designed it. You dug it. I'm leaping over the rabbit hole. I, 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 this I, is very in Matrix, can I just say? Because you're talking about white rabbits. Oh, and that's like the entire beginning of the film. I, oh, wait, can I just say why I. like Instead of talking about why Keanu Reeves is or is not a good actor, can I say why I've just put it on the list? Yeah. Yes. I guess right. so. so I mean, although I you watched... did that last Shut time, up, Joe. You talked about your fucking <laughs> Jodie Whittaker obsession. Oh, but like, we care about that film. I'm kidding. Go on. Uh, I'm kidding. Go away with your neon teeth fucking black aliens. I'm kidding. I do like the aliens, okay? Right. Yeah. So, like, you the first time I watched Mr. Anderson. Yes, yes, I do. Somebody I... smite him, smite him, smite him. I'll smite you in a minute. That's a very niche reference. I hope someone got it. <laughs> no. I don't know. It's from the Lego movie. Lego Batman movie. Yeah, there you go. No. No, no, because... Sorry. It's just a tangent. The... the um... No more tangents! No more no, tangents! but the guy who <laughs> plays I'm hungry, the I want robot to guy... We need to get this episode wrapped up! What's his name? What's his name? Joe, don't make um, me server mute you. Don't make me no, server mute you, Joe. You open this can Hugo of Weaving. worms. Let him eat it. Sorry? Hugo Weaving. Yeah, the Les- there's Lego versions of him... Playing that character in the Lego Batman movie, and they go, "Somebody smite him, smite him, smite him." It's really funny. I'll stop okay. now. Thank you. The first time I watched it because you know it was one of those iconic films that come from the '90s. You know, I I didn't know, but the first time I watched it, I just fell in love with how absurd it is, the idea of it, but also like the choreography behind everything, because like you can't say that that choreography does not hold up. Like, the whole idea, it's just the absurdity of the idea of it, you know, like, this guy who thinks he's nothing, but he ends up being, like, this Jesus guy. But in, like, computer shit, it's just, I don't know, I think it's iconic. I think, yes, it has issues with the actors not, like, you know, being freaking A-class actors, but it adds to it. And I just, I do think, you know, maybe having... Uh, experiences with people being weird fucking incels about the film has you know affected how you see it but like (laughs) i still think it holds up and i think it's just the absurdity of some random thing that has now actually become uh, what is it a cult classic 
Yeah, it's a cult classic. It's not even a cult that's... classic. It's a classic. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. a rare case of friendly fire as Sawan shoots Xander, calling him an incel for the behavior that I complained about, saying yeah. <laughs> a, a little bit of friendly fire there. A little bit of infighting. I don't know. Um, is Sawan changing her I... mind about this movie and going to vote for Attack the Block? Find out next time on Sawan Shoots Thank you, Ben Shapiro. <laughs> Joe. Uh, it's Joe, next time. Without, the fuck she's not. Without without trying to, you know, forget the matchup for a second, What because I don't know what you think about this movie. I quite like The Matrix. Um, <laughs> I think it's a good film. Um, yes, Keanu Reeves, he's not the greatest actor, but he's a very, very nice man. Um, and I do like the story. Um, it, it, as you say, for the time, it was probably very good. It, it still holds up now. I love Morpheus. I prefer the Hannibal Buress version from Eric Andre. Um, yeah, it's, it's kind of a revolution, and Trinity, see what, I like Trinity. Um, it's a, it's a revolutionary film in a lot of ways i just think i prefer attack the block as that's sort of more my both for sci-fi you know but both are very different that one's a sort of yeah um a grand surreal ideas the others is a sort of base under siege um type story which i, I quite like because of because of doctor who and how much they do it so i think yeah. um i don't know i now know uh, how yeah, to win just... joe's vote every time we do a pitch me uh, <laughs> a blind pitch episode just do a basic siege. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I like both films, but Attack the Block is one I'd go, I'm going to put that on TV, or I'm, I'm going to put that on for the night just to enjoy. And Yeah. yeah. Well, I I think, I mean, we both we all like both movies, apart from Hamish, who's a weirdo. Mm. Um, I know, so I, I said I, I think... don't dispute it's a good movie. I, oh, okay, cool. I enjoy The Matrix. I just... Uh, I just don't like the idea of the Matrix. I think. <laughs> I think it also. I love really... the monarchy. I just don't like the idea of the monarchy. No, it's just like it gets really fucking like. It just gets like pretentious. Far... Pretentious. It gets pretentiously long. I wouldn't call it that. I was just what I thought Hamish was going to call it. We're not talking about the series here. Just the first movie. No, but it's connected and, to it, and I'm allowed to complain because it's like spawned it. <laughs> Let's yeah, go back to talking Pacific Rim and talk about, about the second the one then. Yeah, you we don't. We don't. Stop. We don't recognize that movie. It wasn't directed by Del Toro. Well, you, you brought it up with the Matrix. So, what? We, you want to vote Barbie listen, Mariposa? Both... <laughs> <laughs> I might now. <laughs> listen, both both of these movies are are good, and I I don't think we're gonna get anywhere here. No. Um, because I'm gonna be voting for the Matrix. Um, Siwan's going to be with me and then you two are yes. going to be with Attack the Block um, what do you guys want to do in the in the case of a tiebreak I don't know can we message Alex yeah <laughs> is, is Alex back yet um, I don't know um, I'll give Alex a call we're doing and, the, uh, I, I, and if they're not able to make it friend. brief intermission Hey, honey. Um, are you are are you gonna be back um for the rest of the recording tonight? That's the first question. No. Okay. Cool. Um, second of all, um, there is a tie, and I've been asked to call you to figure it out. Right. Uh, what uh, a tie.
attack the block or the matrix? The matrix. Why would you oh. do that? No! Yes! Yes! Okay, right. Oh, so Alex. Bye. We should have called Alex. We should have called someone else. Um, <laughs> Alex has voted the Matrix um, because they saw like the little red laser on their chest. Um, you know, didn't want to get shot. Um, well, there you go. Attack the attack the block has been taken over by those. Um, grizzly aliens i'm sorry joe you will have sorry, chances joe. later on this episode and in future episodes to have your chance at glory um but the you matrix goes the through matrix to the round a good of 32 film, so that's it that's it i don't think we've sent a bad movie through so far the next matchup is it's on alex's list back to alex's list it is the number 20 seed and that is prey from last year and that faces off against Hamish's 45 seed Watchmen from 2009. Oh, God. So I haven't actually heard... That marathon. Yeah, I haven't heard what Joe and Swan have actually said on this movie, aside from the fact <laughs> that it's length. So I do actually... Bloody marathon. I do actually want to hear about this. Because <laughs> I, I, I will briefly rewind back to what Swan said earlier is... I don't want to take the length of this movie into account to give another one a point. So, remove your length comments, bitch! Okay, okay, okay. Saying that to okay. Joe, I will. not to you. Because um, I know Joe, will, Joe is winding up a length complaint. No, because I watched the longer cut. I watched the three and a half hour one because it's the only one that I had access to. It is a better It had cut. like this whole, I don't know if it's in the cut the you watched you on. There was an animated bit, and I was like, okay, where is this going? I mean, it was interesting. It was like, ooh. It's a bit mm. grim, but like, mm. overall, it didn't add anything to the overall story. I don't okay. think so, anyway. It's part of the comic book, that, that section. It's yeah. in the graphic novel. So that's why they've added it. And I think it's a fun addition, and it is... I, I, I think it's, it's really well narrated by um, Jer Jerry Butler. Mm. Um, but it, you're, you're absolutely right, Joey. It adds nothing. It adds absolutely nothing. That is, that is for way. the diehard like, fans of the It is, book. absolutely, yeah. So it would work me. well as like a DVD extra or something. As a mini-sode, um, but not like, you know, part of the film. Yeah. Um, since we're st we'll stay on Watchmen for a bit, um, I used to love this movie. But um, I've seen the flaws. Um <laughs> I'm, I'm essentially I'm, I'm essentially just giving you the highlights from my letterbox review but uh, Rorschach might actually be one of my favorite comic book characters put on screen of all time he's so cool and really interesting and I love Jackie O'Haley's performance as him and it's such a shame that he went and did Freddy Krueger after this because he's essentially had no career but th this movie shows like he's really cool in this and he's got so many great lines that moment in the prison mm. when he says you're you're trapped in here with me that's so cool uh, um, as a side note xander uh, rorschach was inspired by dc's the question oh was he yeah heavily inspired uh, because cool. the writer of watchmen couldn't actually he wanted to use the question but he couldn't get the rights to it oh really yeah uh-huh I also love the the way the Rorschach mask changes throughout the movie. Like the CG looks great, but that's the thing with Zack Snyder. He he's a visual filmmaker, and so the movie looks fantastic. 
Ice mask. It's that thing again. Is it style over substance? I mean, with some a, of those movies? a further side note, uh, nowadays we can actually make that mask. Um, a lot of cosplayers for Rorschach, it's a ink woven between the uh, two layers of fabric that responds to heat. So if you breathe oh, out, wow. it changes. Um, That's it, cool. There's been a cosplay I've been looking at for a while. <laughs> it, the mask kind of reminded me of the music video for You Make Me Crazy! You know, when you've got all the black I mean, that, that that fits with Rorschach, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, I think I think Jack, Jeffrey Dean Morgan's really good in it as well. Um, but no one else I find, I find interesting. Patrick Wilson. I think Patrick Wilson's I didn't want only to see kind his of bum. Patrick Wilson's only interesting where he's paired up with Rorschach, and that's essentially for the last half an hour of the movie. And as we mentioned, it's a long movie. He has a couple of scenes yeah. earlier on with him, but it's mainly for the main part that I like Patrick Wilson in this. It's towards the end. Um, Malin Ackerman, God bless mm. her. She is not a good actress at all. Like, I don't, I don't like doing this, but like she's. She's terrible. She's an she's an absolute <laughs> man. She has no chemistry with anyone else in the cast, and some truly painful line deliveries. That moment where she's like, "Do that thing you do," it's yeah. so bad. It's so bad. Um, and the the action's really fun and over the top, but it's it is overly long. I don't find the the plot that engaging or interesting. And I, the I main quite... character that we we're following towards the end is um ozymandias you don't see enough of him to even pick up that he's a hero or a villain like you don't you don't get enough of him in this movie there's not enough of him i feel i was quite but, in i was quite intrigued by the mystery i think because i was yeah. like i don't know i because i don't know anything about the comics so i had no idea what what's it's expect, a it's a pretty I, faithful adaptation of the book it's Pretty much. I, I heard the ending was divisive, but I don't know what was changed. There's, there's nothing changed to the ending of it. Rorschach dies, which, by the way, I think is a phenomenally acted scene. Rorschach's really death. Great. Oh my really god, great. the the acting in that is like his his final words before his death. Like the emotion that those lines are delivered with. Um. The reason I chose this movie is because I think it's a fun, I think it's a masterclass on comic movies. Like a comic book movie doesn't need to be like it does wind up being so much bigger than what it begins with. But like it doesn't need to be like the heroes win, this does this, that does that and it's all kind of like spoon-fed to you. The movie's a, it's a murder mystery, but it's also got like the grit of what DC Comics is nowadays. But it also talk it, it very it does an excellent job at showcasing the different eras of comic books that we've been through. The Golden Age, the Silver Age, and now we're in the Bronze Age of comics. And I mean Hollis Mason, the original Night Owl that we see get murdered in the movie in his own home. I think that's an excellent like analogy for that we see this like campy era of comic book like heroes that you know kids used to read and adore get murdered on the spot by the in such a brutally violent way 
And that's what comics um, are nowadays, pretty much. <laughs> go on, Jonesy, when I sort of spoke a lot early on. So, um, I'll like I will say the final half an hour, I thoroughly enjoyed that. I genuinely wish more of the film was like that because I, like, for half most of the film, I was in and out of trying to. Stay you were just sending me messages attention. saying, "Joe, this film's long." Like, I was so trying to pay attention, but it just kept dipping. And I was like, I can't pay attention to this. It's just, I don't know, it was bland at points. And then it got me back. And then I dipped. And then it got me back. And then obviously in the bits where I dipped, I was kind of like losing where I was. Like, the prison bit was great. I I agree with Rorsch. I can't say his name. Rorschach? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, him. I thought he was great. I genuinely loved him. I did like Patrick Wilson at bits, um, but that's you know I I like him in general. Um, the blue guy I couldn't give two shits about. Doctor Manhattan because he was kind of an ass. He was just a bit of an ass. He's also but, like, naked all the way through the movie. <laughs> someone had to an- someone had to animate his penis. It's like I never funny. saw his penis. Someone had How to get the sway. So whenever he swayed, the subtitles were in front time. of the groin area. So I never saw his Aww. penis. It's like Damn when you it. watch cats. Someone had to animate furry boobs. It's rather disturbing. But no, the final half an hour, it got my attention. I was sat at like genuinely almost at the edge of my seat for that half an hour because it was genuinely really good. But I just wish that more of the film was like that because otherwise I just couldn't pay attention it was just kind of bland it's valid um should we talk about prey yeah this this movie was gonna be on my list alex then said it was on their list and i was like i'll put something else on and that something else wound up being watchmen um (laughs) (laughs) yeah how fitting (laughs) yeah prey prey is really good it's the second best predator movie It is the, the only original. Prey movie the original Predator is the best. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's the second best one, and that's okay. The second but it's, best. It's priest. still really good. I think. Um, I think it's a well-needed revival to the series, which isn't absolutely dog shit. Yeah, yeah. It's been it's been a while since we had a good Predator movie, or at least a watchable Predator movie. Um, yeah, I, I love the design in this. Um, it's tense. It's such a shame it got put on Disney Plus here in Amer- here in uh, England, but overseas it was on Hulu. It's uh, why not put this in cinemas? It's so good, and imagine seeing that on the big screen. That'd have been amazing. Well, technically, I did because I have a projector. So, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that was great. weird. Uh, Damn wank. Great. Damn, Damn, bro, that's wank. I didn't ask. Um. <laughs> It's it's another dub for Dan Trachtenberg though. It is on yeah. He did this Ten Cloverfield Lane. He did episodes of The Boys. He's doing um, later later episodes of Stranger Things as well. Yeah, well, I I think one of my favorite (laughs) I think one of my favorite things for this movie is the sheer like time the producers and directors took to like properly portray portray native american culture um 
I mean, there's so many small little things that unless you actually like, <laughs> you'd watch like the behind the scenes, you wouldn't actually notice. At the end, when she whistles just before she takes on the predator, she whistles off into the night. That isn't her just calling out the predator. In Native American culture, whistling out to the night is to, um, it's to like invite dark spirits. It's to invite a a threat to come to you. It small little things like that. It gives us this like beautiful flavor to this movie, which gonna be honest with you, some some of the Predator movies haven't done great at like portraying certain aspects of cultures and yeah, let's... Yeah. Oh, you mean the autism one? Yes, yes, of course. How dare you, Xander? I'm actually the next step in the human evolutionary chain. <laughs> um, Wait, is that Joe, from the Joe looks confused. Yeah, that it, is from the, the, the movie movie. The Predator. Um, the, like, the big bad predator in the movie tries to kidnap an autistic child uh, and claims that he is higher evolved. And because the kid's autistic, he gets to... He automatically knows how to work all the alien technology. It's really <laughs> bad. He's terminally inside. L literally. Um. The kid's like, oh, yeah, I understand this alien language. Beep, boop, beep. Like, Incredible. It's bad. It's really good. It's so bad, but it's so watchable. It's so much fun. Um, But, yeah, Pre Prey is, to me, the far superior movie. It is. It's got... The, the back hour of this is unbeatable. Oh, like what, what, uh, once the, the, the bear attack happens and they start hunting for the predator and then that just starts ripping people. The, 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 All the predator action is amazing here. I think the mm. cool thing about the film, it, I, I, I watched it a while ago, but because you know that the, the predator can be invisible, there are shots where it's just... It's empty, and you're yeah. looking for it, and that is there's so much tension in that because you're like, okay, where is it? I know it's here, but we cannot yeah. see it. That's so cool. Um, like when when yeah. I saw that these two were pitched against each other, I was like, Watchmen's on my list. How can I stand up to this? And then like as we started talking, I was like, I fucking can. This is a loss. Yeah. Um, it is. Sorry, bud. No, I'm I'm all right with like losing this. It's, it's prey. I'm not even mad. We're gonna go with prey. We're gonna go with prey. Yeah. Prey deserves prey. it. Prey, prey has seen itself through to the next round, and the Watchmen, ironically, didn't see that coming. <laughs> uh, they have been dumped out in the first round. Um, we've got two more matchups. Um, I think that's where we're all feeling. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be done after two. Yeah. Um, the next one, we have another one from Siwan's list. It is the number 26 seed. It is 12 Angry Men. This was the last addition to the tournament before we started. And that faces off against one of mine. It is the number 37 seed, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Now, just for a fun little thing, can you imagine showing the people in 1957, 12 Angry Men... <laughs> And then showing them, but this is what movies will become. I think they would have a seizure. Like, it's yeah. just... <laughs> just so different. So, so it, different. It, see, it's not one of those things where, like... I don't know, because I have both of them. 
So it's not like there's a preference there. I like both of these films. So. Oh, this is a terrible matchup. This is this is maybe the hardest one because not none of us can argue that either of these are bad movies. No, I, this, this is Twelve easy Angry for me. Men. Twelve Angry Men is one of one of the great classics of all time. Like it's regarded as one of the greatest movies of all time. And Spider Verse is maybe Spider-verse. the best comic book movie of a, all time. A little factoid is the Ooh. Twelve Angry Men one was directed by Henry Fonda and it was his first movie. Good on him. And his little switchblade. Yeah. Yeah, it's... 12 Angry Men, it's... It's got perfect pacing. Each character has their own moment to shine. The writing is excellent. The acting is superb. Even, you know, you watch some old movies and you're like, this isn't great. Um, But no, it's, it's so engaging. Um, it holds up. It really does hold up. Um, and there's been many attempts at trying to do it. And it's the, I mean, it's the perfect excuse for like a bottle episode, isn't it? You know, mm. some, some, you can imagine the guys from Community doing a 12 Angry Men style episode. You can. Um, I mean, didn't they literally do it with the, with the pen episode, Annie's pen? They did actually. Um, no, you're completely yeah. right. <laughs> Spider-Verse is the complete opposite. It is so expansive and so huge and so wonderfully animated and so colourful yeah um and all the subplots that we didn't see coming we we all brushed over all the nods to the upcoming sequel that has hit cinemas and has hit it like a train but the goddamn planning I I'm at a bit of a loss um who is yellow Xander. Your boy. Oh, it's Xander. Sorry. Um, yeah, th- this... I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, this isn't like... Uh, this isn't like a battle for me. Um, I enjoyed 12 Angry Men, and I think it is a very influential movie to like modern cinema and modern TV as well. However, I... I've gone back and I've watched Into the Spider-Verse multiple times. I've watched 12 Angry Men once, and I think I don't need to watch it again. And I, every time I go back and watch Into the Spider-Verse, it doesn't dull. I get the same emotions as I do every time I watch it. Call that my autism speaking. But I really, really love this movie. Yeah, see, there's. I think that it also helps that we've We've grown up with Spider-Man as a character, and yeah. this movie is a celebration of Spider-Man, and you just can't top that. It's th- this movie is close to perfection for me. I'm I mean, really there's a struggling. reason it's on here. Um, because I really yeah. like both of them. I'm, 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 I'm gonna play my hand early. I mean, it is my movie, but I'm gonna vote for Spider-Verse. I'm what a go- shock. I'm going to vote Spider-Verse 2. I'm sorry, guys. 12 Angry Men can oh. stay. 12 Angry Men. Um, <laughs> and you might join them if being I'm, angry. I'm surprised that I was the only one to put this on my list, I'll be honest. I, I, I knew it was going to be on someone else's list. I didn't want to double up. 
Um, Siwan, do you want to take us through any thoughts? Um, I think I'm like the same as Joe. Like they're both obviously one's on my list. One I very much love Spider Verse. Um, I only saw Twelve Angry Men a few weeks ago because Joe had been talking about it. And I thought I'd finally listen to him and watch it. <laughs> and it was just from, like, the get-go, I was just invested in what, you know, was happening in this film. And every, like, you're begging for each character to change their mind. And then when they do, I was just there like, oh, thank fuck they changed their mind. You know, I was like, when he brought out the Switchblade, I actually, like, cheered. <laughs> like, there was points in this film where I was just like... I'm in this room. I am here now. I need to change these guys' minds. Because, you know, I don't even know what this kid's done, but I want them to be innocent. It was like that. But then Spider-Verse, it is just perfect. It's like you can sit there and watch it. And like Hamish said, every time you watch it, it is still the same impact every single time. It looks beautiful. The act, like the voice acting... And yeah, what it sets up for what's happening across the Spider-Verse and probably what is going to be in Beyond. It's, they're both, in my opinion, really just perfect films for completely different reasons. Yeah. And they are like literally at the opposite end of the spectrum. So, yeah, I don't know. Joe? It is, it is tough. It is. Uh, pretty much exactly what C1 said. Uh, they're they're both great in their own way. One one introduced basically introduced me to like older films, um, because it was that Rear Window and all all that sort of stuff. But Spider Spider Verse was such a big thing. Uh, to be honest, at the time I was like, yeah, Spider Verse was good, but like I appreciated it, but maybe it wasn't as good as people made out to be. Like I much prefer the sequel. I still love Spider-Verse, but I don't think it's as this greatest thing of all time that people make it out to be. But it is very good, I will say that. But I do like... Like like with Attack the Block, I like things in one location. They feel quite contained and like I like character pieces. And Is that yeah. why you like him so number nine, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe. I think you want something there. Um, maybe. <laughs> um... No, and it was one of those films that my dad introduced to me, and you know how your dad says, watch this, and you pretend not to be interested, and then you're like, oh, actually, yeah, fuck, that, that was really good. Yeah, by the end <laughs> of the movie, you're like sat on the edge of the fucking seat. And, and you like, have to say to your dad, oh, that was, that was really good, yeah, oh, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Fuck um, <laughs> it was, it was alright, I mean. It was, like, was alright, yeah. I guess, five stars on Letterboxd. Um, <laughs> it, no, I... It's tricky, but we're, we're, I'm I'm gonna push you guys for an answer. Okay. Um, Twelve Angry Men. Twelve Angry Men gets the vote. Siwan, are you backing your homeboy, or are you gonna? Are, have we tempted you away? It's <laughs> tough, isn't it? <laughs> Um. <laughs> fucking hell. 
Why did you have to put these two together, Xander? So I didn't. I didn't put these together. Xander, you idiot. Right? Why you you made the tournament. Yeah, but it's the numbers. You're an idiot, Xander. What do they mean? Idiot boy. The um, yeah, no, this is just um, how the numbers did it. I'm sorry. Considering, obviously, I only saw it a few weeks ago. And I've seen Spider-Verse a few times. I might, for that reason, be a traitor to my own list. That's just because it's new to me. But I, I'm i sorry, Joe. Don't look at me like that. I will look She's at you done like it! <laughs> I swear you'll never see anything like this ever again. Sublime! It's done now. It it's done now. It's done now. I'm sorry. No, it's done now. Oh, it's no, gone it through, it through in extra time and penalties. But now, the cru- now there's only one the angry man. It's in- me. Into the Spider Verse has gone through, and those twelve angry men can stay locked in that sweat. They turned box into forever. one angry man, Xander. Turned you into one angry 13 man. Thirteen. That was horrible. Joe's in there now. Yeah. 13. I'm sorry, I have to Joe. deliberate over the Hold death that. of a child now. On my own. Hold that. Hold that. Um, the final matchup for the day. It's mine again uh, on, on Xander's list. It's the 21 seed La La Land. And that faces off against one of Joe's movies. Oh, the what? The 44 seed <laughs> the Lego Batman movie. Oh, I'm sorry, Lego Batman movie. Joe, I'm going with La I'm La sorry. Land. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is quite a twist, but... <laughs> Like, I put Lego Batman movie down, and I thought to myself, maybe this was a mistake, because I was going to put down 12 Angry Men instead. And thinking <laughs> back on it, I think there's too many jokes in Lego Batman movie. They're too close together. Some of them contradict Damn each other. Like, like, it's like, oh, the Suicide Squad's a terrible... Like, it was, um, oh yeah, villains fighting villains is a terrible idea. And then they're talking about having groups, and like, oh yeah, we should get the Suicide Squad involved. But you've literally just said... I love the Lego Batman movie, but I do think there are too many jokes in it. And La La Land was such a magical experience. Seriously, watching that was like, oh, this is cinema. Ryan Gosling, Emma Stone, you're both so gorgeous. Oh, the songs are great. I listened to them on the train. Like, they're so good. I'm like, oh, I feel like a movie star right now. So, yeah, sorry, Lego Batman movie. I'm betraying you. Um, I betray you. I'm going with La La Land. That is the quickest turncoat I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm sorry, but as soon as I heard La La Land, I was like, <laughs> oh, my beloved. And then you mentioned the Lego Batman movie. I was like, oh, yeah, I chose that one, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> I I completely agree with Joe that, like, I enjoyed the Lego Batman movie. I've got, the like, the song from it sitting on my Spotify. It's I was, so good. I was going to queue it up whilst we were doing this debate. However... Whenever I think about how much La La Land has been robbed of its recognition, awards-wise... Yeah. Fucking Moonlight! Um, yeah, fucking Moonlight. <laughs> um, Moonlight's so good, It's though. a good Moonlight movie. Is very good, though. But, um, Moonlight is very good. But, like, y'all, y'all can't rob La La Land like that. Um, Not even Batman could do it. Yeah. Like... Sorry, it's Ryan Gosling as well. You know? Exactly. He's so pretty. We're all Knuff, and he is also Knuff. <laughs> so is Emma Stone. She Knuff. is. Yeah. Emma Stone. That bloody ending, though, broke my bloody it, fucking yeah. eye. I'm a child of divorce. Um, 
Yeah, La La Land, I'm <laughs> saying my vote oh, now. Oh, Maybe you should get some parents. Um, uh, yeah, no, li- listen, the Lego Batman movie, I remember seeing that in the cinema, and I was in a crowd full of kids. Oh, Xander, And I was out. like the only adult. Xander <laughs> hates children. I, I was, la- I was laughing more than anyone else there. I had the best time watching that movie. It was so funny. Are you funny. switching like me? <laughs> it was so funny. But on the rewatch, yeah. it dips. The first, like, 20 minutes is so crammed, jam-packed with jokes that you're like, my belly hurts, please stop. I, I and think... then it does stop. And I think that, that, that there's an hour goes by and it's just not as consistently funny I've... as the re- as the start of the movie. And so for that, it just kind of loses its pace. It feels a little long. On the rewatch this time, I thought I was coming to the end and there was half an hour left. It was like, ah, okay. Yikes. Um, also... Sorry, go on, Joe. Um, two things. I think one of the complaints that I know my family have that, that I think is a recurring thing, in a lot of animations now, there's too much going on. There's too much stuff for the eyes... And I think a lot, some of Lego Batman movie, it's too fast. Like, there's lots going on. Like, the, the Batwing or whatever it is, it moves so quick. And it's like, oh, my God. Um, yeah. And also, they didn't get Nicholas Briggs to voice the Daleks. They got this shit voiceover. It was terrible. Like, they didn't even call them the Daleks. They called them British robots. If you cannot get the full rights to them, don't put them in the movie. Don't half-ass it. You know, Why is Joe if you're going to put Daleks in there, I, I would, give them the proper voice. I would like to rewind back to the start of this episode when it was like Doctor Who fans. And <laughs> oh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> He's gone. He's walked away. And he's out of here. No, guys, that's not me. I'm not that type of Doctor Who fan. By the way, the Daleks voice actor was wrong. I'm a nice guy, Uwu. Um, <laughs> oh, that is such... What, grass? Oh, no, I you... don't know grass. <laughs> You've really... Oh. <laughs> what is this? I, I hear grasses on Zanglathar 9. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'll put that La in on Tom Tom. On the other hand... It's very it's, good. It's wonderful. <laughs> it's... and I, I've, I'm going to write an essay one day about this movie because it's... At its core, it's a movie about conflict, and and I love that that conflict between a lavish Hollywood musical that everyone thinks this movie is. Because you hear the the movie La La Land, the trailers were like, yeah, it's a, a lavish musical, you know. And I remember I my friends at the time were big theater geeks, and they went to this thinking it was going to be a lavish musical. And it's like it was all right. The the song the, there's not that many songs in it, but then you watch the movie and you realize that it's. It's half trying to be that Hollywood musical that Emma Stone wants to be in. And then the other half is that is a movie about jazz and, and a struggling musician. And it sort of follows both of those. And the tension at the core of this movie is palpable throughout as both the characters, Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone, are trying to gain control of the movie. And it's wonderful. And the songs that are there are great. The music oh. as a whole is wonderful. Justin Hurwitz. Planetary. Can you write every score, please? Incredible stuff. A lovely stuff. night. Um, the final the final scene never fails Start to make me cry. It's wonderful. Um, Epilogue. And 
and yeah and th- there's such an important scene as well so good at the start because you with you know in so many movies you're told that a in an, an, if someone's playing an actor no then that they are <laughs> you're told that this actor is good, good and you're never shown any you're never shown any proof of that and at the start good of this singing. movie the very first audition that mia goes to is she's giving a great performance and she's really drawing you into this this is really rude please stop (laughs) please stop this is really rude there's a scene at the start where mia is in an audition she's giving a great performance and then she gets interrupted and sidelined and then so throughout the movie then she gives these bad auditions and you're like then when she get when we get to the end and she gets that big audition and she smashes it, you're like, well, we knew she had this talent. It's such an important scene at the start that just brings it full circle and you understand the catharsis at the end when she gets that part and her dreams come true. Amazing movie. Wonderfully directed by Damien Chazelle. Incredible. I'll take it. What, what else has Damien Chazelle done? Whiplash, Very First good. Man, Haven't and Babylon. It. And not planning on watching that. <laughs> All I've seen, I heard that stupid soundtrack, and I've seen Toby McGuire go <laughs> in like he's got really yellow teeth. It's like this Babylon is, not is a me, weird movie. This is Babylon not is making me want to watch this film. First Man's really good though. Ryan Gosling again. He is the first man. If someone did an Adam and Eve movie, he would play Adam because he is just that's what he's humanity was based on. It was Ryan Gosling. <laughs> Does anyone else have anything to say? La La Land is just a beautiful fucking film. There's, I, there's like real... everything about it. Yeah. What's wrong with Joe? Huh? Are you okay? Yeah, no, I was just going to say, like, I... It wasn't... I I heard bad things about La La Land, like you did, Sander. Yeah. And then I watched it with C1, and I was like, oh, this is great. Like... I Magical. love a lovely night because it's such an iconic backdrop of that that purple sky, but also there's like a, the climax, the the note that ends it is like this is like fifties, um like the sort of music you'd hear in the fifties, like uh, or dancing in the rain that sort of thing, and it's like, oh, this is so good. This is how you do it. This is how you do it. It's so good. And I love Ryan Gosling as a little guitar, his little electric thing. And start the fire. What well, I don't know the guy's name. John Legend. John Legend. I do know his name. Um, I love that song. Um, I listened to it many a time on my way to uni. It's a great movie. Sorry, Lego Batman movie, but I do still love you. Is that? But not in the same. Is that unanimous? Way. Yeah. Hell yeah. I think it is. La La Land goes through to the round of thirty-two unanimously, and Lego Batman has been dropped into the. F- Abyss? It takes stage called? exit left. The Lego Batman <laughs> movie stepped on a Lego brick barefoot. So we now have one half of the round of 32 complete and ready to be done. But we still have another side. We're going to come back to the other half of that playing round another day. Because uh, we have been in here a while. Um, and we've got six more matchups to go before the round of 32. But this has been fun. Um, so I hope you guys liked it. Make sure you listen back to the last episode we did about the uh, this tournament so you can see why we picked things and what else is coming up as well to spoil yourself a little bit. Um, and we'll make sure we let you know when the next one's coming. 
But for now, before we go, does anyone want to sell me a movie or a TV show or a game or a music or a book if you're a nerd? Um, I saw Joe's hand first. So um, this is what I was going to recommend last week before I found out we weren't doing selling a movie. But Do you somehow... mean that we got taken over by a better show? Wait, what? Just, just say yes. It was... Just say yes. Okay, whatever. Uh, I don't know. Go on. Um, but um, it's sort of more fitting to be recommended today because at time recording yesterday, Michael Parkinson passed away. Um, he was like a big presenter at the time. He interviewed a lot of celebrities, but he was in this this cult sort of TV movie called Ghost Watch, um, which is this. Um, it was sort of treated as this live event on BBC One. Um, and it was sort of they went to this house live on the scene and were investigating this paranormal activity. It was sort of based on um, the Conjuring Two, the um, I can't remember Enfield. The, the Enfield Enfield case. And um, the big thing about it was that it was fake. It was designed as fake, but we studied this in uni, didn't it, we? Well, I I knew about it beforehand because I'm a fucking nerd. Right, but that's fact. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I was too terrified to watch it until like a few weeks ago. But um, it the nation believed it, and I know one one kid who watched it killed himself. I probably should have given a trigger warning. I am sorry. Um, one kid killed himself from watching it because it was so terrifying. Um, and you know. It really resonated with the audience, but maybe not in the best way. It terrified a nation. Um, and it hasn't been repeated on TV since. So you know you know how when an actor dies, they show something from their career? This is the last thing they would show. They would not show this. As much as... <laughs> Michael Parkinson is great in this. He, he, is, he is so convincing. Like, you could believe that what was happening was real. And, like, if you didn't know it was fake, you would think it was real, like the people at the time. But... It's not the sort of thing they could show again, just because of how controversial it was. But if you are into scary horror and paranormal activity and watch it knowing that it is fake, watch Ghost Watch. You can find it on Daily Motion. You definitely cannot find it on TV. Uh, it, they did release it on DVD. Of it. Is what it is. They Paul did release it on DVD. But it, put sorry, in the chat for it, please. I will do. The, <clears> it like is on DVD, it. but it's it's quite rare. I every time I went to town to go to HMV, it just wasn't in there. So watch it on, well, anywhere online you can find it. Um, and I, I love it as well because it also inspired another show that I love, Inside Number 9, who sort of riffed off of it, um, which have uh, Steve Pemberton and Reece Shearsmith in. They riffed off of it uh, with a live episode. Uh, I don't want to explain too much because spoilers, but it's it's inspired a lot and it's done a lot for horror Um particularly modern horror so if you like horror and you like paranormal stuff go watch ghost watch it's it's amazing and watch watch it for michael parkinson's unbelievably nuanced but convincing uh performance um and also you know rest in peace michael parkinson yeah, cool that that's an interesting one yeah put, put a link in the chat joe and i'll i'll get i'll get to that this week that looks sounds really cool um, Hamish, I think your hand went up second, so... So, um, I'm not really pitching a movie, a game, a book, a piece of music. I'm pitching a premise this week. Um, oh. Go back and visit your childhood. I bought a DS. Yes! <laughs> um, 
I bought a Nintendo DS while Alex was over visiting with me. We both bought them together. Wait, I um, have that one! And we bought Pokemon together. And spent the week uh, playing through it together, side by side. Like, making sure we're going through the same bits of the game at the same time. Talking about, like, because I haven't played this one. Um, and talking about how cool we find it. And just kind of reliving childhood, because... I think, like, as we grow older, we we assume that, like, things we played with when we were kids are relegated to, you know, immaturity. But, like, we're all massive, like, we're all massive kids on this podcast. Like, but but to to anyone out there who thinks that they are far too mature to go back and revisit their childhood... And to enjoy what they grew up with. It doesn't go stale. It goes hard as fuck. And, and you will not regret it. It, it, it was a little bit of a setback. Because I had to get a 3D DS. To get this version of Pokemon. Uh, I never had a 3DS. I had a DSi. And it was like a big brick. But um, Sounds like an SDI to be honest. Yeah it does. Uh, DS, yeah it does. Um, <laughs> but... It, it's it's worth it. Like you like all these like new fancy things like the Switch these days. The DS is very quickly being forgotten, and I know every single person growing up in the early two thousands had that. Like had one of those glued in their hands. Joe shaking his head. You didn't. I didn't, but C one and Caitlin bought me one, so I could have that childhood. You- that's that's valid. Um, that's great. Yeah, I, I, I went I to one. get my, I went to get my DS yesterday actually and played some Mario. Kart As on you it. should. I completed <laughs> the Ratatouille game on DS. That's completed now. It's... Yeah, I I, yes. I I had a DS, but I'll be honest, I a P, PSPs were so much better. No. And that's why you're alone. PSPs could play movies. That was their yeah. one thing. I had, had Spider Museum on, on there. UMD. So I kept good. replaying the bit where the monkey slaps Ben Stiller because it was funny. Okay, but there is something phenomenal about <clears throat> Lego Star Wars on a DS or the the old Lego games. Lego DS. Pirates in Spanish, yes. Oh no! Did you get a Spanish copy? <laughs> I got the Spanish version from oh, C1. No, it's the only one we could find. It's in English though, so it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's a good recommendation. I remember I uh, found my old Game Boy Advance yeah. uh, in my drawer, and I had Pokemon Emerald in it. And that game was my childhood. I had a level 100 Rayquaza. Oh my god. I know, I know. I didn't touch grass. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no. It's, it's really great going back and doing that. I remember a couple of years ago, I went back and bought a Xbox 360 and played on... Um, Played on Black Ops Two again. I mean, like that's I that, that's what we do again. these days. Like we, me and yeah. you. We'll oh yeah, probably... we've got Black Ops Two on yeah. PC. Yeah, we'll, we'll play yeah. Black Ops Two together. Relive the uh, the nostalgia days. Yeah, man. Of course. Go on, Joe. Um, not not to bring it back to Doctor Who, but it reminds me of a quote <laughs> that Tom Baker says in the um. There's no point being grown up if you can't be childish. Sometimes that is that is something Aww. to live by. That is something very much For to sure. live by. Go as Hamish said. Go back and go to the stuff you used to love. Um, Never I, I have a quick question before we move on. Uh, Hamish, why why is your name Joe Cook? 
Um, you might also <laughs> notice my profile picture is also um, Joe Cook, um, because I found a picture <laughs> I, I during Joe um, saying like when Joe was like muttering like he had his hands on his. Um, like See, this. one has also sent me something, and I'm presuming it's the as I, picture of me doing that. I no, maybe. Yeah, whenever <laughs> I saw that occurring, I was like, "It's so inspiring." I am Joe Cook. Um, no, I was just no. so disappointed in myself that I betrayed Lego <laughs> Batman movie, but also if, if anyone wants, I to had follow in my footsteps. I've been so and... hypocritical in becoming the man who doesn't touch grass. It's okay. We're all Joe Cook. Um, I am Januff. Um, <laughs> if anyone wants to do the same thing, you can go into the server and edit uh, server profile, so it only changes it on this server, so it doesn't make your entire Joe Discord is subjective. profile. Joe Cook. Joe is subjective. Um, so yeah. um, I also like the cool. idea that whenever you ping Joe Cook, um, or try to ping Joe, there will now be two Joe Cooks, or if other people follow suit, multiple Joes. Joe Cook. <laughs> Um, Siwan, you, you, you had a recommendation for me. Sorry, not mine. I'm trying to pick between two films that do, I've seen. Why don't, why don't we do both? Alrighty then. Um, Alrighty both then. films I'd like to... Alrighty then. Two films I'd like to um, suggest is the original Exorcist, which I watched recently, and... That film is not a horror, it's a bloody comedy. That Woo-hoo! shit was fun. What a movie! Like, like genuinely, I, I, I think I seen it once years ago, but I don't remember it. So then sat there watching it the other week, other day, and I was just like, this is fucking great. You get a kid swearing at, you know, a bunch of adults. But, like, <laughs> the film one. itself... It's me. <laughs> but I'm not, you know, I've not got a demon in me. Um, mm, you sure but, about yeah, the acting is phenomenal everything about it it still you know stands up even the film is 50 this year yeah it's it's generally a phenomenal film so yeah it's just going to watch that Xander. so fun fact about that movie at the time it, at, at the time of release it made nearly 500 million dollars worldwide which is huge for a movie in the 70s if you put that in today's money that's three and a half billion dollars holy shit but the movie was huge. Yeah, but didn't they have to like exercise the cinema screenings and stuff afterwards or before? Because they were worried Some that the pe- film was going to be so... Pe- people had vomit bags and yeah. everything. This was like the first big horror movie, modern horror movie that we see nowadays. And it's just incredible work. It incredible also has the comedy. best... It has the best line in um, Your mother sucks cocks in hell. Which is his peak... <laughs> It's yeah. a bloody comedy. It's like when you watch but Evil then... Dead and it's like, Arish, come down here and I'll suck that dick, pretty boy. It's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Demons then, are just on the a other film, level. The other film I'd like to suggest is also an older film, and that is Psycho. Ooh. <laughs> Dude, I, so... I swear to God, I watched Psycho and The Exorcist in cinemas back to back in 2020, and it may have been the best night of movie watching I've ever had. That is pretty fucking it's so cool. good. I mean, I knew I knew the twist annoyingly. Um, I knew the ending of Psycho, but I still, you know, I thought I've never seen it. I have to watch it in its entirety. And bloody fuck it out, it's a good film. It's a good movie. It is so good. Everything like I I'd, I'd watched a few 
um, Hitchcock films during that week. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's all right. They're pretty good, pretty good. And then Psycho, I know why Psycho is one of his most iconic films. It is so good. Everything about it, I think, is astonishing. And, yeah. So, if you want to watch some some good oldies, I'd suggest those two. If you want a trilogy, watch Rope, Rear Window, Psycho. Watch those three. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just I'm putting out more recommendations than I'm allowed to. Um, <laughs> is there a cap? I no cap. there isn't a cap actually, as as I'm about to prove. I've done something crazy over the last couple of oh, weeks. Oh no! Oh, I'm aware um, of this. Xander. Oh. Um, I'm gonna see where it started. I'm gonna see where it started. So I was sat one night, and I thought. I've never seen the full Friday the 13th franchise. I saw the original a couple of years ago and I thought it was terrible. But then I was scrolling through Paramount Plus and I thought the second one was on there. I was like, why not give it a go? And there was a bunch of other ones on there as well. So this started two weeks ago. It was two weeks ago. So I I watched Friday the 13th Part 2 and I thought, I'll just carry on and watch all of them. So I then spent the rest of that week watching every Friday the 13th movie and every Jason movie I could. Um, and it, it t- took a little toll on me, I'll be honest. <laughs> and then I realised, oh, there's a crossover movie between Freddy, Freddy Krueger from Nightmare on Elm Street, Jason. and Jason. And so I got up to Freddy versus Jason. I was like, I'll be honest, I've not seen all the Freddy movies. So I went back and watched all the Freddy movies as well, which took another toll. And then yesterday, I I finished it all by watching Freddy vs. Jason. And I've got to be honest, it was so much fun. Like, like, as a whole, these franchises, mostly terrible. (laughs) There's maybe... There's 21 films in between... Well, 20 altogether in in this franchise, if you combine them. And there's maybe five good ones. <laughs> like, that's not a good ratio at all. But I think there's some Friday films that are, you know, the, some of the kills are really fun. Nightmare on Elm Street, all, nearly all of the kills are really good. That first Nightmare film is excellent. Maybe one of the best horror films. I mean, it, it's, there's a reason it's a classic. Um, and there's some that are marginally better than others. There are some that are true drivel like some of the worst things i've ever seen but i i think the highlights for me were that that first nightmare on elm street film for some reason i really liked jason x which i heard was like the worst thing ever and then i watched it and i was like this is great fun it's so out of pocket it's so weird it's so in this movie right jason gets frozen in time and travels to the future in the year 2400 and whatever, and gets unfrozen on a spaceship, and then goes on a killing spree, and gets beaten up by an android who's all clad in leather, and someone's getting their nipples tweaked. It's so strange, and I just loved it. Jason, I X, loved it. Jason X falls into like a weirdly like it's like one of those things that's like if I had a penny every time that this happened. I would actually have two pennies, which isn't a lot, but it happens quite a bit. It falls into that weird category because you got like the Leprechaun series with Warwick Davis has Lep in Space. It's so weird. And then you've got like 
Hellraiser, which has an entire movie that takes place in space. And the space station is actually the Lament configuration. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, it has absolutely no right occurring so much. But I think these old horror franchises get to a point they're like, fuck it, we go space. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And it's so weird. There's there's one Freddy movie that's that's really about, like, whether someone should have an abortion or not. There's one of the Freddy movies that's a, a deep allegory for, for being gay and coming out. Yep. There's there's so many different variations of Jason. There's like little kid Jason. There's baghead Jason. There's Jason with the hockey mask. There's zombie Jason. There's robot Jason. There's it's there's so many different iterations as you go throughout. There's copycat killers in all of them as well. It's like, it, it's so weird to go through this and see... Just a snapshot of the 80s and 90s in horror. And it's... I have lost my mind a little bit. Because I, 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 for some reason I want to sit and watch one of these again. But I've run out. So now I'm going to do all the Halloween I, films. Because I'm nuts! I, I, so, I would like to request that down the line... I, I would recommend to the podcast that we do an episode during the, uh, the month of October on In Space like franchise like horror movies yes so we take like lep in space jason x jason x the 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 hell no 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 because alien was always in space alien was always alien was always in space no 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 okay okay maybe then maybe then we should take alien versus predator requiem because that is things that are normally in space on earth i i agree with that i agree with that i'll allow that <laughs> Only oh. the worst. I, I, the film I, 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 awful. I, for anyone here who hasn't watched the Leprechaun movies, oh my god, prepare yourself <laughs> if we do this episode. Prepare yourself. One of the yeah, sequels. But then we have to watch them all. No, you don't. Yeah. No, you don't. That's the that's the fa- that's the best thing about the Leprechaun movies. Like sometimes they're connected. Sometimes they're just not. Lep in space doesn't give a shit. It's in space. It's completely disconnected from all of them. Because if you were to watch the Leprechaun movies, you'd have to watch Leprechaun Origins, Lep 1, Lep 2, back... No, Leprechaun in the Hood, or in the Hood, depends how you pronounce it. Or then Leprechaun 2, back to the Hood, and then Leprechaun 3, and then I think Leprechaun 4 is in space. Um, I have a weird fascination with these movies. But also, in terms of continuity, you don't need to know anything. You really don't. In one of the in one of the Jason movies, he at the end of it, he gets covered in toxic waste and melts. And then in the next movie, he gets he's just walking about normally and gets exploded by grenades. Like it's just, it's baffling. Yeah, the, the movies are baffling, like, and you don't need to watch like these for continuity like fr- like nightmare on elm street movies how many times does like freddy like die in those movies and is like every single one defeated and sent off and everyone's like huzzah we never have to deal with freddy krueger again like these movies one of them one of them is literally called freddy's dead and guess what there's three more of them <laughs> it's like with hellraiser there's like very few of them are connected well, no, they are connected, but then you hit, like, the... I think it's Hellraiser 4 that's in space, but, like, at that point, it's, like, the movie's so, like, disconnected from present-day Hellraiser that it actually doesn't fucking matter. 
So like, like Pitch Perfect Three. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I would recommend just taking a few weeks and just checking these things out because they're so weird and you know they're iconic for a reason. So check them out if you've got some time, and every everyone might be a little bit better for it. That a will user? do it for this week. No, no, it killed me. Um, that will do for this He's week. Just thank, suggesting it. thank you so much for listening. Um, this will be a a well timed episode, even though we've been recording for ages. I promise. Um, next week we are going to be looking at Blue Beetle because that comes out this week, um, and we're excited to see it. So you'll be getting your full spoiler review of that next Monday. Um, thank you to everyone for being here. Um, Joe, where can the people find you? You can find me on uh, Twitter at Cook11Joseph, YouTube, Rebel Whovian, Instagram, JoeCook underscore digital artist, and I've started doing commissions. I've already got some in, so if you want to commission me to make any artwork, just drop me an email. Um, the pinned tweet on my Twitter account gives you all the details, and yeah, go wild. Fantastic, thank you. Uh, Siwan, where can the people find you? Um, I'm on Instagram and Twitter at C109, but I don't particularly post much, but I do post all my reviews of the films I watch on my letterbox, which is C10s. Fantastic, thank you. And Hamish, where can the people find you? Find me on Twitter or X, as it's now called. Um, you can find me on Twitter at uh, BeatenHamish. Or if you close your eyes and just listen real carefully and you hear some like, scratching in your walls, I'm in there. Well, that typically and, happens when you haven't taken your medication but here we are and thank you from me as well um you can check me out on letterbox the link is in the description i think it's the real xander lw um thank you to shay for the theme um we love it and we're, we're really happy with it go check his twitter out in the description and also head on over to our instagram at twitter page um alex runs the twitter account and they are having so much fun with it and I, I love it every time I see a tweet come through and they're just having the best time. Um, and the posters every week are made by uh, our wonderful Joe Cook. So thank you for those, Joe. Joe Next Kirk. week, like I said, we're doing Blue Beetle. So make sure you see it and make sure you're here for it. Thank you very much for listening. We will see you next week. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Sayonara. Sayonara.